This is the Growing Eternity Podcast with Mara and Jim, where we talk about the Judeo-Christian mystic traditions of spending time with God in eternity, interpreting dreams, and meeting anonymously. We have reformatted these traditions as modern practices grounded both in sacred scripture and behavioral science. Join us as we talk about Two Minutes in Eternity, Dreaming Once, Interpreting Twice, and Growing Eternity Anonymously. How's Bridget treating you? Pretty good. How you doing, Mara? I'm doing okay as well. Thank you. Anything new yeah. going on in Massachusetts? Uh, anything new? Well, I mean, we had a really weird Memorial Day weekend. It was like 49 degrees during the day. And I think the warmest it got was in the low 60s or maybe mid 60s on Mondays and cloudy and stuff. But we're getting a heat wave like 90, 91, 91, you know, a couple days in a row of high heat. So we're swinging back and forth. We're bipolar over here in New England. (laughs) (laughs) Just a bunch. bunch. How about you? Did you have a good Memorial Day? Yeah. Lots of cooking, yeah. lots of eating. Yeah, it was it was Which warm end? down here. Well, yeah, it was weekend was cold, but Memorial Day was warm. Okay, well that's mm-hmm. good. I mean, at least. Yeah, then it stayed warm since then, basically. Mm-hmm. What did you end up smoking? Uh I smoked some ribs. Mm-hmm. They were really, really yeah. good. I bet they were. I bet I can't even remember we. Oh, we helped plant my yeah. We we helped friends plant some some flowers, um, but it, yeah, it was really rainy. It was just strange, you know. Usually, you know, you have really warm Memorial Days. I remember, you know, going for a walk with the two dogs, and we had to cut it short because it was really hot and humid, like early in the morning. So it was just like we were walking around, going, "This is really odd." Now I'm remembering Friday we had um, a fairly nice day up until like four or five and we got some good yard work done. And then the rest of the weekend, we like turned our house around. We moved like furniture back and forth. So we got a ton done, but it was just, um, yeah, it's good. Good to have some days off that we were productive, you know. But... And so the two minutes <laughs> while you were being festive and productive yeah yeah did you ask a question yes oh, i'm sorry you, yeah said how did the two minutes in eternity go while you were being festive and productive um it went it went fairly well i'm just gonna go right into it so on friday um it was really funny and i've been learning how to rest more than i ever have um, in the last couple of years, it's been a real, um, it's been a really good thing. But on Friday, I heard the Lord say, rest child. And I was like, as soon as I heard it, it threw me back to when I was a little girl. I was 10 or 11 or 12, a really odd memory for a 10, 11 or 12 year old. I remember 
being on my couch when I was little. Um, it might have been a day that I wasn't feeling well. And I was playing out this thing in my brain where I was being tucked in and having somebody saying, you need to rest. You need to rest. And it, all of a sudden, like, I didn't know Jesus at that age. Didn't know him at all. Um, so I just thought that was really, really, really interesting. He brought me back to that place on, on Friday. And it always, I remember this, it always made me feel comforted. Um, and it certainly did this past Friday. But I was just like, wow, that, I had forgotten about that. Anyway, he brought that to mind on Friday. And then on Saturday, um, I wrote that God has no favorites, but John had a really special place with Jesus. Um, and so I spent the two minutes um, just picturing that really special, tight relationship. And I wrote down that it just opens up the possibility of nurturing that deep intimacy, that bond. Uh, I really like that relationship between Jesus and John. Um, on Sunday, I, oh, okay, so this is not, it's not really the two minutes, but I wrote down something that my husband and I were talking about, um, and we were talking about how Jesus was fully divine and fully human, and because we have dust in us, clay in us, and his breath, we have the choice all the time to be either one. You know, and so I was just like um, to accept the fully divine with him, his perfect union. Um, and so he kind of had me draw a really, it's not a good drawing. It's fully me drawing it because it's not good, but kind of the metamorphosis of just being alone and then just kind of being with him. And it was kind of like a butterfly um, changing. That was Sunday. Um, Monday. We planted things and we got home late and I didn't do it. On Tuesday, um, it was a gorgeous, I think it was the first day that we had like beautiful weather. And I came up here in my room and I sat down on the couch and all of a sudden this room that I get everything in and it's very cozy. And, you know, if I've gone outside, I don't get as much. Or if I go in my bedroom, I don't get as much. Um, and... As soon as I sat down, I looked outside and I felt like I was on the outside looking in to something from being in the inside looking out. And I heard God say, um, what did I hear him say? Oh, kind of like, you're not on the outside looking in. Like, why are you stuck inside right now? And so I was just like, okay, why not? So I went outside and I had my mindset was, um, yeah, I just, I just got out of the mindset of staying in this room rather. And as soon as I sat down, I was kind of looking around to see what was going to happen. And there was a heavy, heavy wind and a cardinal call happened. I didn't see the, the cardinal, but I felt like it was like the spirit in response to me just doing that. Um, I didn't really get anything more out of that other than what was happening with, with nature. Um, 
And then yesterday, I didn't get home until late. So that didn't happen. I, I had to leave work early and I had an appointment and um, I was on the go as soon as I got home. So life got in the way with that one. Um, and then today, I saw a drawn heart. It wasn't a real heart. It wasn't a super great. It was just, you know, it was just like if someone drew a heart, that's what it looked like. And I saw Jesus pouring red into it. And that was um, probably in response to one of my heart cries is to give me a heart of flesh and not of stone. And so I just felt like that was, he was, he was pouring, you know, himself into it. And anyway, that was my week. Jim, can you hear me? Oh, can I you can, hear me? I can hear you now. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's interesting because um, when you saw John, mm -hmm. right, and and John comes across as the one that was closest to Jesus, right? It wasn't you were saying it wasn't that he was more favored, but like you know, he knew that he was loved. He was. Yes. Right. And of course, that's how he writes about himself, the one that Jesus loved. I just wondered if, you know, he was so fully loved because he 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 knew he knew how loved he was. Mm. You know, it wasn't that others couldn't have been close, but he knew he was loved and therefore he was closer. And it just yes. seemed a bunch of things that you saw, you know, experienced throughout the week after that were similar. Like he was putting you to bed or putting you down for a nap because you needed rest, which is mm. a sign of, you know, care. You know, and just other moments where he was letting you know that you're favored and you were loved. He's trying to convince you that you're loved so that, that you, you know, that you'll know that you're the one that Jesus loves. Yeah. Um, you know, e even the, at the end with the, the heart, you know, um, you know, we can love others if we're first loved. So sure, you're thinking, hey, I, I want a heart of flesh and not stone so that I'll be more loving. But the reality is, is you also need a heart of flesh and not stone so you'll know how loved you are. Um so yeah. I, I just I yeah. just thought I, I thought they all all went together. They did. They did. That's funny. I mean, not funny. It's it's the way he does it. It's always a surprise, though. Um, but it, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it was um the way that he was pouring into it. Yeah, it was just um, it was one of those sudden things. You know, I saw the 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 heart that that had nothing in it except it was you know the outline of. You know, when you love someone, you you draw a heart. That's exactly what it looked like. You know, and, um, and so just the pouring the red into it was really special. So, yeah, yeah. Hmm. How about how about you? How was your week? Well, I, I had an interesting week. <laughs> uh, so it'll tie into dream that I sent later and a whole bunch of things. But um, so Friday, I think I was going to go and do the exercise. I I'd normally, you know, sit in the chair and just, you know, you know, set myself before God and say, all right, Lord, I, I really need you. I need to know you. I need to see you. So I might know you forever. And I need to know your love. So that I'm loving. And, 
But I got up to go towards the chair. Even before I even got fully up to go towards the chair, I saw this gray Palomino in the room. Um, mm. You know, like whatever. Like the, is it like a gray horse with like the little dappled yeah. spots? I think that's a Palomino. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, and that's, that's all I saw and that's all I got. I didn't even, you really have a sense of anything after that. Um, but I know we talked about drawing more. So it, I, I put a sheet of paper on a, on a clipboard, actually stack of sheets on a clipboard. Um, so I just quickly jot stuff down. I was seeing, um, and I didn't do it normally. I, I actually did a Venn diagram, you know, three overlapping circles. Um, so it makes a total of seven. And then I, I put colors around each, you know, like the white being white, the middle being white. And then I had the, the blue, red, you know, green, you know, um, mm -hmm. and purple, like the separate seven spirits of the Lord. So I figured I'll just draw what I see in the, in the, in the color area that goes along with what I saw. Um, and so on Saturday, I saw this hammer and, it, you know, an anvil, but I had the sense that they were orange, it, it, you know, and orange, you know, you can, well, I, I think it has to do with spirit of understanding, perseverance. So it's like, oh, okay, there's some work ahead of me. Oh, I have a lot that I have to get done. Man, I have to really have to get more productive. There's a lot of things I'm kind of committed to doing, the things I need to do for work. There's other projects I'm working on. You know, I'm actually trying to record about, I think, 60, 20 minute videos to release an online course on dream interpretation. Like, I, I need to be productive. And it's like, okay, there's, there's work for me to do. Um, so on Sunday, um, let's see. I saw in purple like ten nations. I just like I heard it, but I, I I could feel like I was hearing in purple. I know it's going to sound weird for some people, um, but I had a sense that there was ten nations. Oh, I saw them as ten grapes, um, but I heard ten nations at the same time. It was like you know if you draw grapes, it's like a row of four, then a row of three, then a row of two, and a row of one. I ended up with ten. It's like I heard ten nations, and I saw these ten grapes. And, you know, and I know it's elusive to, to it's, it, it alluded to the, um, the promised land, you know, when, when the, um, Elizabeth went in, the grapes were huge, but the, the people were giants and they were afraid because they had to, they had to deal with some things. They had some work to do to move into what they're doing. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, this probably has to do with the hammer, you know, those things I have to overcome, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and then on Sunday, um, for whatever reason, um, I, I saw the throne, um, and I, it's like what it was like in white light. And I draw it in white because the paper is white, so I, I use black ink instead of. <laughs> yeah, I did the other stuff in blue ink, and the other in purple, and that kind of thing. So I've been I have these colored pens now, um, and I, I just heard righteousness and justice. And the Lord just reminded me of Psalm eighty nine fourteen, which talks about righteousness and justice, the foundation of your throne, and mercy and truth go before you. Um, you know, whatever, it just hit me that uh, the righteousness, the mercy and truth that go before him, they come back fully formed as righteousness and justice and the throne goes, sits on top of it. Um, you know, and I, I, you know, whatever, you know, I think in, in the um, the thuum, you know, that are in the chest and, and you see in Gen Revelation and the flames of fire, um, I think that's the mercy and truth. And I think the mercy and truth or mercy and grace, you know, if you can translate that way, the mercy and grace go before him. I think mercy is mainly Jesus and, and, and grace is mainly the Holy Spirit. And so you have the Trinity there, but they come back, you know, and when they're fulfilled, they, they become solid and they're the, the foundations of the throne. Um, the mercy you know, turns people into righteousness that they can't earn and, and, and grace goes into people and has, has, acts and acts just, 
helps Mac Justin ways I can on the run. So I was just, you know, there's a lot going on when I saw this. <laughs> I saw this yeah. and white and <laughs> that's just um so that was uh so that was Sunday. And then Monday, okay, so this is a long story. I I I'll tread some You just dropped out. You just dropped out. Hello? Click, click, click. Five minutes and you rest for five minutes. But I also know it's good to, you know, be active. You know, it's like, I remember working guys with like Apple watches and every 20 minutes it would make them stand up and then sit down. It would just buzz them to stand up and they sit down. It's like, oh, I should take a walk, you know, every, every half an hour. So, um, it's like, ah, but I'll ignore it. So I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I put a barcode on the corner of my property and I have an alarm on my phone that won't go off until I scan the barcode. <laughs> so for Monday, every half an hour, you know, for most of the day, anyway, it would go off. I would go scan the barcode, come back. It's like, oh, this is a great time to spend time with the Lord. And so just, just, you know, two minutes of eternity. It, it's, it's like a, you know, it's like a 30 second walk there and back. And it's like, Oh, I, I can just see, you know, just spend time with them and just draw what I was getting. And I put up a new Venn diagram on the, um, on the board. And it's like, Oh, and I saw this beast in purple. It's like, it was like a, like a, almost like a body of like a horse, but it had like a mane, like a lion, but it had a face like a man. Um, and, um, and then it's like, oh, so I got these seven colors of spirits, but it's also this five senses. So the next time I took a walk, like a half an hour later, I came back and like, oh, I could taste lasagna. You know, I could just, in the spirit, now I hadn't had lasagna in a while. I could just taste lasagna. <laughs> so then a half an hour later, I, I uh, went and uh, I heard Zachariah 914, you know, about the Lord appearing over them as the arrow go forth like lightning, you know, trumpets and, you know, um, and then, and a half an hour before that, in red, I, I saw again. I saw the throne, but then I saw a crown on it and the scepter that, that all went together with it. Um, and that was Monday. I like I, I didn't, you know, <laughs> I, I, it wasn't taking a walk necessarily from the beginning of the day, but it, it wasn't too long before I, I got going. It's like I was, you know, I was seeing a few things. So, <laughs> um. So then Tuesday, I'll try and go through this a, a slightly quicker. No, no. Um, I saw this staff in orange, and then I um, I smelled these orange. It's like it was almost like the smell of orange peels, and then I was tasting warm light, and then I, I felt this substance on my hands i think it was you know anything but it felt like warm honey and then i heard zerubbabel for four and also for 14 but it's like it was anyways but sorry i heard zerubbabel four four i knew it wasn't a verse it was zerubbabel four four so i looked it up and zachariah four four talks about zerubbabel four through 14 talks about zerubbabel i was like oh okay this is i knew when i heard it it wasn't a bible verse and it wasn't even like four four i i heard like zerubbabel four fours or you know and so it's like, all right, this is about Zerubbabel, but, you know, obviously Zerubbabel's not about, you know, so I went and looked it up. And it was, you know, just the whole thing about um, he had seen the almond rods and and God was telling him things that was going to happen to Zerubbabel and whatnot. 
Um, and then I was looking back at the beast when I came back that the thing I drew in purple and I heard, you know, wings, eyes and wings on things. And I was smelling myrrh. Um, and I saw him, Jesus in blue, um, standing before me with, with his wounds, in his, in his hands and his feet and his forehead and his back and his side. Um, and then I heard, um, John Force. I just knew it was John Force. So I went and I looked and I was like, I was drawn to John 4, 14. It talks about whoever drinks of the water, I shall give him, you know, she'll never be thirsty. Um, uh, it'll become a fountain of water springing forth into our life. Um, and then I felt him holding my hand. Um, and then I was smelling French bread and um, I was drinking a dark red wine. It was like a Pinot Noir. And then I saw this green beanstalk and I heard Matthew 9, 4, Jesus just perceiving the hearts of men and asking them why, why they're you know, feeling evil things. Uh, and then I was smelling birch and sassafras. Mm -hmm. um, and that was Tuesday. <laughs> so I would work for like 25 minutes, go, go walk to the thing. I come back and I just, just pause and I would, you know, get something in one of the, you know, one of the colors of the spirit and one of the senses. And so that's all those things are, you know, each piece was like about a half an hour from the other. So, um, and then Wednesday <laughs> was a little more of the same. I saw this in yellow. I saw this listening ear. And then I heard the Lord when I came back because half an hour later, I came back, I heard him say, listen, you know, and it was almost like a um, this Zelda game on the old Nintendo 64 where this, this fairy is always saying, listen, listen, you have to listen. It was like, <laughs> um, and then I was tasting this cool spring water, like from uh, the pump house that was on my grandfather's farm when I was a kid. Um, and then it shifted to stuff in green, but I was smelling black coffee and there was a, like a pipe. I think it was a peace pipe. I could feel it placed in my hand. It was like a pipe, a wooden pipe with heat in it. Like a pipe was placed in my hand. Um, then I was tasting f cooked fish and uh, I could feel ocean water washing, warm ocean water washing between my fingers. Um, and then I saw this, it was in green, but it was just like, I saw this, like a, a hole being dug in this, I think, a, you know, a tomahawk being buried, like a, a hatchet being buried. Um, and I was tasting bourbon and that was Wednesday. Now, so I, you know, I, I, you know, my alarm would go off, I'd take a walk, I, I, I'd come back and, you know, see, taste, touch, smell, whatever here and, and right mm -hmm. down in my vent and what I got and I go back to work. So, cause I had a lot to do cause I saw the anvil and, you know, I, and I had, to, you know, well, the thing is I wasn't getting much more done really. I wasn't getting less done, but I wasn't really getting more done. I was seeing and tasting and touching and feeling a lot more you know, deliberately and writing it down and actually taking pictures of stuff I was drawing and putting it in my journal. Um, and it wasn't taking more time. I was being less productive. I wasn't being more productive. Um, but then this morning, um, I think I sent you this. I had this dream where I was in this classroom. It might have been an office building with just like a, like seats where everything, the old fashioned office building where all the desks face forward. But it was it looked like a feel like a classroom to me. And I had my backpack and I went to pull out my my Mac laptop, which is really my work laptop. Uh, for, you know, just, I don't own it, but uh, I went to pull it out of my backpack and it was bent in this U shape. Um, and I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> you know, I couldn't get it to turn. I couldn't get it to turn on. You know, so so I, I know we're talking about, you know, spending two minutes with God in eternity every day. Um, 
but this obviously is going into the dream once and interpret twice. So I was like, oh, so I eventually wrote it down, you know, and I sent it to you out of some time, long after I had it, but because but, it was really early when I woke up. And, uh, but I, I couldn't forget it. So later when I wrote it down, I re definitely remembered it. I sent it to you, and I was like, oh, well, I, I dreamt you once, and I'm sending it to you, so you'll interpret it a second time. Oh, I need to interpret my, you know, myself. And, um, and I'm like, oh, oh, I understand what the problem is. The problem isn't really with the laptop. It's with me. Yeah. The problem is with me. <laughs> it's you. It's bent into the shoe shape. Oh, it's yeah. me. And so I'm like, ah. <laughs> so um, it was really, I'll, 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 let me rewind. Probably last sure. Wednesday, Thursday, I was trying to figure out how to be productive. And I had to, you know, because even before I saw the anvil and the 10 nations and stuff, I had this whole long list, diagram list of everything I needed to do. And I was just kind of dogmatically just following a list, you know, just, just, sequentially it was all planned and then i this was i think last thursday after we did the podcast i went to look at the Venn diagram and the lord says i don't want you to do that because i want you to follow me not your list um even in the midst of you know taking half an hour walk coming back and drawing i was still trying to work off the list because i didn't know what else to do but i know he said I, he wanted me to follow him and not the list so this morning the laptop was you know bent in the shoe shape and I forgot about the dream and then half and 10 minutes later it's like oh you know what I shouldn't go off a list mm -hmm. uh, after I, I looked to see what God's doing in the spirit I should you know show them you know I should pick a task based on what I have grace to do and I should ask him for something with what I'm trying to do um and so this is a really long story <laughs> anyway so after I had the stream, after I had the sense like, oh, oh you know, and I didn't connect it to. I said, oh, you know, so then I'm like, I, I, I you know, the alarm goes off. I, I walk to the corner of my property, scan the barcode, <laughs> and I come back and I look at the Venn diagram. It's like, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it, it's Thursday. So that's, you know, let's like, see, well, you know, it's Monday, Spirit Lord, and, you know, I'm sorry, Sunday, Spirit Lord, Monday, Spirit of Wisdom, and Tuesday, Spirit of Understanding. Um, Wednesday spirit of sorry, sorry. <laughs> Sunday would be the spirit of the Lord. Monday would be the spirit of wisdom. Yeah. Tuesday would be the spirit of understanding. Um Thursday Wednesday would be the spirit of counsel. But so oh it's the fifth day. It, it's a, you know it's, it's the day of the spirit of might. Um and so I you know I was looking at stuff in green and then I I wrote down something I was gonna do and I started seeing stuff for that. <laughs> So I've gotten, I literally, I've gotten more stuff done today than I probably have in a long time. It's hard stuff, stuff I was putting off. It's really complicated um, because after I, I took a walk and then stood before the Lord and saw stuff in the spirit, I was seeing stuff in the spirit about the tasks they had to do and all of a sudden stuff that I didn't, you know, I just like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to fix this. You know, I don't really want to do this. I feel inspired. I don't really care. I started yeah. seeing, seeing things in the spirit on it and all of a sudden I got a lot done. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to say, I don't know. This pace is sustainable. Um, I really don't know. Um, but today, after I had the dream, and I realized, oh, the problem isn't with the laptop. You know, it's me. I'm, I'm not, I'm not linear. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I can't make a list and, and go from one, you know, A to B or one to two. You know, it, it, it veers off into the third dimension and shifts color and then goes counterclockwise and clockwise and turns into butterflies. And, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> so that all started this morning after I had the dream. Um, 
so then so anyway so um most of these things i'll say this in the venn diagram you know like i i'd see something and then i hear something go with it and then i'd smell taste and touch afterwards to go along with the picture but this morning i i didn't see something i felt being i, I felt myself being pushed from the right side um like from the right like i felt like literally like i like somebody was pushing me from right um and i felt i was being centered um and then um then then half an hour later i i, I felt this warm summer wind blowing from the direction that uh, um i smelled it it was like flowers and uh, um trees and grass this warm summer wind blowing from the direction i felt pushed a half an hour before i was tasting blackberries then i heard jude one nine um then I saw this picture of this giant scimitar. Um, I think it was in green. Yeah. Um, and then things shifted. And I heard Jeremiah 913. Um, and I think I had to do with the right, left, and the center, and what's going on in the country, just because it talks about because they've been in my law, which I put before them, now I've made my voice, and I walked according. He's talking about Israel, but how they've abandoned the word of the Lord. So you have to be weary all the time. Um And then I think I think I saw again it flashed back in my mind the the hatchet I saw for a couple of days before, um, or it was the day before, whatever. Uh, and I but I felt the wooden handle in my hairs hands. Um, and then uh, I things shifted to orange, <laughs> and I was seeing these gears turning all connected. They're all turning together, and I heard that momentum was coming. And I felt almost like, you know, if you have to push something that's heavy and when it starts going, you just kind of feel it push out of your hands like it's accelerating. I yeah. felt this momentum coming out. Like I felt accelerated whoosh, weight that I'd been pushing. Um, and later I was, I don't know, I had to taste the peach cider and, and I was smelling f like fresh cut oak or maybe pine with it. Um, and I think I was back in uh, uh, red. Yeah. <laughs> I was seeing Florida. Um, I heard the word say dig a well in the swamp and I was tasting like what I could only describe as a cross between orange juice and light. Um, now Aaron's doing a, um, some type of prophetic round table in the fall that he's invited to me and he, he was texting me this morning. So I think the Florida and the swamp and the orange juice light had to oh, do with wow. that. So any, anyway, <laughs> um, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, I mean, the essence of two minutes in eternity is, you know, take two minutes, really or less, and, and just get before the Lord, you know, become in the present moment and be with him as he is in eternity, and then whatever you get, you get. So I just, I slid into the sapid hour productivity exercise I was doing, which didn't make me more productive until it seeped in, like really what I was mm -hmm. getting for, it seeped into the activities, and then, you know, and then, then I got really productive in the activities, and, and I kept them seeing things I don't know how sustainable this is. This may or may not be. It may, may be very, very out there, um, you know, which is fine. It, it may be not good for code, but it's it's fine in the spirit or, or not. It, this may be very sustainable. Um, so I don't necessarily advocate that anybody jump into doing it this way. I, I, I didn't even try to. I was just really trying to do like more of a, a Pomodoro work thing where I work in 25-minute segments and I wasn't even thinking about doing this. Um, but But – in the midst of doing this, the Lord said he didn't want me to do work the way I was doing it because he wanted me to follow. 
and then so this crept into my work and it just got you know boy got, got a, little, a little bit of the, the rainbow skittles color swirl going on <laughs> i was gonna say between the colors and the flavors i mean you just that was an incredible week incredible and uh, about that dream i you know i knew that there, there was something that you were learning um but when you said that about the, the you this is about you um I, I don't, if I had that dream, maybe that would be a revelation for me. Like, this is about me, you know, I'm not working. I did see the computer as maybe um, the process that you're, you're going through or, you know, the, there's a learning process. I, I was like, is he getting thrown a curve and, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, so, um, wow. That's really amazing. Now I have to tell you, when you started and you said, you know, this is a lot going to be a long story. I'm going to try to, you know, make it brief. I was about to say, don't worry about that at all. But you, um, there was no sound at all. And I kept saying stuff and I didn't hear you. And then all of a sudden your voice appeared again. Um, so I don't know if it was just me that heard it like that, or if it will translate, I don't know, but, um, I still got the main point, <laughs> but I just wanted to let you know it, it did bug out for a little bit. Not long, ah, but... yeah. We'll see after how it comes out. Yeah. But boy, and let that be a lesson when God says, don't do it this way, do it this way, or, you know, <laughs> do it because, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, now he didn't really tell me how to do it. He just told me he didn't like the way I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, that's fine. And then it wasn't till it just hit me, and then I was doing it, and I realized, <laughs> wait a minute, I'm doing it a different way. Oh, oh wait a minute, funny. this dream, like with this bent laptop, it's like, oh, that's me. Like, oh, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's crazy. Well, the other thing that that hit me um, when I first started speaking publicly in, in you know like church settings and meeting settings. Um, it was rough. I mean, not only was it rough listening to me, but it was rough for me because I would try and prepare. And at first I would prepare and it worked well. And I'd go to prepare and it was just like I'm beating my head against the wall. And then, you know, like an hour, two hours, five minutes, 30 seconds, you know, like I'd get something, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it wasn't until I stopped trying. And then often I prepare and I'd have all these great notes and then I'd go to speak and the Lord tell me to speak on something else. And it was just... <laughs> really really frustrating you know but but as i started to embrace the fact that that you know, he knows what he's doing and i don't um you know it's like ah it's not that i wouldn't prepare to speak i would my, my preparation to speak would be to make sure i was listening and following him you know if he brought stuff to mind i might use it i might not if he told me something i might write it down i might use it i might not if he brought scripture to mind i might i i, I broke my but I, I might use it i might not you know, and then invariably, I'd, you know, a little bit before I go to speak, all of a sudden I see this line through all the things I've been hearing, you know, and, and I'd follow that mostly when I got up to speak. And I was like, oh, this is so much easier than trying to be diligent and prepare, you know, and to, to be competent and to know what I'm doing and just, just to follow him. Um, not just because, oh, you know, it's no work. It's not that it's no work. It doesn't even take less time. I have to be with him. It's that I wasn't beating my head against the wall for hours, getting nothing or getting something I knew I was going to use. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so it occurred to me at some point, you know, it's like the thought hit my head. It's like, oh, I wish I could work that way. I don't know how to work that way. 
like, oh, wait a minute, you know, after I go and see whatever Lord's doing, I can ask him, hey, you know, look at these things I need to do. You know, what, what do I have grace for? And, and, you know, what do you say about them? Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Wow. <laughs> we'll see. The things ebb and flow. So it's like I, I'm not advocating, you know, you know, everybody needs to spend two minutes in eternity, you know, every half hour. I, I, I you know, um, it, this may go on for a while. It, it may, it may, it may, may stop quickly. It, it, it may linger. It may not. I don't know. Um, but yeah. the essence is still the same. It's my, my whole thing is this: I just want to be in the moment before the Lord. Um, you know, taking a walk beforehand seems, you know, can help, you know, because it's, yes, I'm just doing it quick, you know, and I'm in between tasks and I'm not having to stop anything to spend time with the Lord. I'm already, I'm already stopped and I'm already walking and there's already a sense of peace. Um, and I'm already in this kind of moment between moments. I'm in transition between once, you know, half an hour and the next. I'm, I'm in between, which is where I think I find the Lord speaks to me the most is in between seconds or in between time or in between actions. Or if I'm speaking publicly in between the things that come out of my mouth, I hear something different. <laughs> um, you know, so all the, and I, I'm not, you know, they, oh, I'm really good at this. This is really great. You know, like everybody should do it this way. I, I don't know. I, I just, just know that either the essence still is, is to go before the Lord and be with him eternity. Uh, just whatever, you know, um, you know, but because I know I'm going to do it every half an hour, I'm not worried about, oh, I saw this, you know, let me see more. It's like, yeah, whatever I get, I get, and I'm, I'll move because I'll be back. Um, so I, I know that's not sustainable for everybody. Not everybody works at home. Everybody has a ability to leave their desk every half hour and go scan a barcode. <laughs> not everybody and needs that type of uh, annoying. So kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not everybody needs that kind of annoying alarm back to go do it. Some people just do it. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should do that. So I'll do it later. And then later is, you know, six days. Um, <sighs> so, and I, and I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't know how sustainable it is, but yeah. You know, um, it is, you know, a bunch of two minutes in eternity just just scattered here and there uh, with very, really almost absolutely no pressure put in any moment because, I, you know, I don't even need to hear for the day. I'm just, I'm just hearing for the moment, which is the essence of being in the present moment and connecting with eternity is, is not even asking for the daily bread. You're just asking for that moment um, yeah, because eternity transcends, you know, transcends all the time and whatever. <laughs> so, mm. well, it will be sustainable until it's not and then you'll know yeah, yeah. no i things yeah. things like this grace or things like this ebb and flow you know yeah. um so it's not even a goal to, to be really productive like in the spirit my goal was actually just really be really productive in the flesh and it wasn't until the spirit stuff cranked wow. up wow you know the stuff in the natural actually felt you know kind of felt came, came behind it a couple of days later <laughs> very very neat Oh, all right. So I sent you a dream last week, and I'm not sure if you got it or not. Oh, I thought I looked. Yeah, I don't know when I sent it to you. Uh, it might have been real. Friday or Saturday about shoes. Maybe it got rolled in with the last week. I have something. Let's see. Oh, yeah, on the 30th. Okay. See, now I owe you another dream because you sent this <laughs> one today. Uh-oh. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. yeah. Good, it's good. Let's see. Do you want to read it or I'll read it either way? I'll read I'll, it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you read it and then I'll, <laughs> I'll try to interpret it. <laughs> okay. All right. I was looking for a specific 
pair of shoes. They were really nice, by the way. Um, and I knew they were left down the street at a bus stop. I started walking and realized I was going to the wrong place. They were at the bus stop where in real life I was picked up for school. To get there, I had to go up John Street and cross the street. And that's actually the directions I had to walk up John Street to get there. But when I went there, I was surprised by a couple of things. The bus stop was a closet and there were many pairs of shoes there. Later, I was telling my husband, not only were there many shoes there, but there were a couple of pairs of slippers as well. That's the dream. That's it. Oh. <laughs> so this is the actual place that you went for a bus stop as a kid, right? And you saw the actual yeah. streets and directions. Um, yeah, and... but when I went to when I went to find the when I went to get the shoes or the, yeah, when I went to get the shoes in my brain, they were in a different place. Like they were at a bus stop down the street. That wasn't really anyway. So I won't come to it anymore. Bus stop. Yeah. <clears throat> well, this is what I think. <laughs> um, I think this, Dream talks about you being able to function and kind of walk in a certain way, just be yourself um, and looking to be yourself in a way that you haven't in a while. Um, and you're trying to, and I think Dream talks about you trying to kind of capture some part of that that you've lost. I find it interesting, you know, <laughs> that what it was really, is, it was a school bus stop that was left behind because I think it has to do with um, leaving behind a way that is comfortable for you for you to kind of walk and function in because, you know, you had to leave it behind in order to learn something else or maybe very literally actually, you know, in order to fit into school and to learn what school had to teach you ways that you, you would just naturally walk, you know, you got left behind and going back to see like, Oh, the, you're saying, Oh, there's lots of stuff that was left behind, you know, beyond what you're looking for there. I think there's ways, you know, there's things for you in, in order to just be yourself naturally as, as you, you know, go about your life um, that are beyond what you realize you're missing. Um, you know, some of them, you know, um, I think the implication here is seeing the slippers and the shoes. And I don't know if they were all yours in the dream, but I think there's things here for you besides the shoes you were looking for. Um, so it's really interesting because um, it's one of those things that's like um, before I don't know, like before a kid turns six, you know, like almost all kids are, are, are majority, vast majority of kids would be classified as a creative genius. And after they're six, you know, a very vast minority would be classified as being a creative genius. <laughs> um, and the difference between the age they were testing at before and after is, is people going to school and learning how to fit in and learning how to do things as they were taught and, and not just being Ooh. themselves you know, and, mm. and just finding their natural kind of walk through life. Um, so that's my sense of this dream. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I thought it was kind of neat though, that, um, that it wasn't a bus stop. It was a closet. It, it, it reminded me of Narnia a little bit, you know, um, it was very, it wasn't public. It was private. You know, I went to that bus stop and it was, had all these shoes, but the ones that I was looking for, they were really cool. They were kind of vintagey, but chic, kind of like, I don't know, like old fashioned kind of shoes. They were never mine, but they were mine in the dream. Um, and when I went up John Street and then I was like, oh God, 
you know, John means grace. So I was walking, you know, up, you know, you know, for the stuff there was grace to find maybe. Um, yeah. So just to me, I, I didn't know if I was looking for something related to my walk, something that was familiar, going to a familiar place. Um, but it wasn't there and, um, things to step into that, that was left behind, not what I thought it was, all that stuff. So I wasn't sure if the closet was, you know, the hidden place, um, which for me is where I like to be anyway. I like to be hidden a yeah. lot. Um, but being supplied for many different ways to step out casual and comfortable as well. Anyway. So yeah, the, the two slippers I thought was interesting. Two pairs. Yeah. Cause there's certainly there's a comfort there and there are things you wouldn't actually wear or leave at a bus stop. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's almost having left something behind. There was other things left behind as well that, that were available that you didn't even realize. Yeah. I think the, <laughs> I'll say this, not an excuse. I glazed over John. It's like, Oh, I know John meant something, but let's just move on to the shoes. <laughs> I think the closet, it might be a secret place. It might be an intimate place, but it's also that they weren't just left to rot and weather and be stolen. Oh yeah. Right. That they were put in a safe place, you know, for shoes anyway. They were stored away, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, well, there we go. Dreamt once, interpreted twice. And now I have to catch up to you because you already. Oh no, do I? Wait a minute. Yes, I still owe you a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I will get dreams. that and I, I will get that to you in in two days or less, hopefully. Yeah, we haven't been sleeping well, um, so hopefully there'll be a a change in that. The the usual two thirty in the morning moped driving and waking us up. So anyway. Oh, uh, that's right. You live in civilization. I do. <laughs> yep. I get woken up by birds too. We have we have a lot of nice birds around here, but yeah, the the um the mopeds are not my thing. Anyway, thanks for today. It was a really good conversation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I gotta <laughs> you gotta balance it with like, yeah, I did this. I didn't see much, <laughs> you know, or man, it's, I have a hard time with doing it on a consistent basis, you know, just even last week, you know, like, oh, I, I didn't do it Saturday and Sunday and, and <laughs> did it Monday. I didn't do it Tuesday. And all of a sudden, you know, Wee. you know, we, <laughs> you're up and running. <laughs> yeah. 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 The waves awesome. go up and the waves go down. So, um, but I wonder how many people you're going to inspire to like, do a barcode thing. I never would have thought of that. It's made for people who don't wake up in the morning. Okay, so you um, you scan a barcode or you take a picture of something and you set the alarm and you have to go scan the barcode to take a picture or um, you can set it to make you do math problems and it won't stop oh. until it goes off. You can even, I didn't do this, but you can even make it so it won't let you turn off your phone or uninstall the app. Uh, you know, that's for people who uh -huh. just really won't get up. Um, so when I do this, like, you know, it goes off at 10.30, then I go off at 10, 11, 11.30. You know, so I, if I'm working, I just stop, and I take the walk and come back and, you know, look and whatever, and then, you know, I'm back to work. Um, but every time I scan the barcode, it could be 2.30 in the afternoon. It says, good morning, because it assumes that I'm, you know, 
you know, I'm doing this barcode thing that, you know, with this annoying alarm because, um, you know, I, I need to wake up. <laughs> it's <morning. laughs> That's funny. Well, I, you know, the, <clears throat> you just said something that was like, it made my head spin that you'd have to do math problems before you got, you know, in order to, when you first get up, it's like, that's just mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, obviously, and, and I know this because my son was having a hard time waking up. My my son, my oldest son at Clemson, uh, he mentioned this or something similar. I went looking for it. Maybe he's got an Apple and iPhone, and I have an Android, so maybe it's a different program. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of things. There's photos and shaking and exercising and typing and stepping and memory and math or whatever you want. Um, it's like a <laughs> applied. Awesome. Uh, repurposing this this wake up app well creativity it's cool well i'll be in touch hopefully with a dream and oh, really good talking to you right and anybody listening if you want to talk about some of the stuff or if you have a question you can email or or even record the question um yeah. You can find that. Um, I think the link, if you go to the Audible link for the podcast, or if you go to growingeternity.org and you click on podcast, there's the link to record or to email. So until next time, Mar, it's been great talking to you. Good talking to you too, Jim. See you. Have a good week. Yeah. Okay. Bye. This has been the Growing Eternity podcast with Mara and Jim. For more information, including how to record and submit questions, or coming on the podcast to talk about your own journey with Two Minutes in Eternity, Dreaming Once, Interpreting Twice, and Growing Eternity Anonymously, go to growingeternity.org. This is my spiritual disclaimer. I have a personal relationship with Jesus, whom through faith I know to be God's Son. Through him I know God the Father, who has poured out God the Spirit on all flesh. I believe that the Bible is the inspired word of God, is both factually and symbolically true, although some passages at different times have a greater emphasis on either facts or symbols. I believe that our translations, interpretations, and applications of Scripture are imperfect, but through but that through the Spirit we are led into all truth. You do not need to have the same understanding or faith as I do to benefit from or participate in this podcast or the practices discussed. If you are seeking a higher and better power of some sort, we will have some common ground. Please feel free to adapt these podcasts to your own personal journey and perspective. Although I believe God offends the mind to reveal the heart, it is not my personal intention to cause offense to any specific person or group, rather that all people might be offended by the truth, comforted by the Spirit, and transformed as a result. I believe in prayer, but in general I'm trying to avoid enabling a consumer spirituality whereby people would listen to prayer and feel that they themselves acted spiritually. It is the purpose of this podcast to inspire you to daily spend two minutes in eternity with God. Dream, interpret your own dreams and the dreams of others. 
to gather in safe, anonymous, and accountable spiritual communities. To that end, I pray that God the Father would pour out his spirit of grace and mercy on you, that he would manifest righteousness and justice in your lives, and that he would open your senses to observe him so that you might know him forever. I pray specifically that there would be grace to spend time with him and mercy where we fall short. I pray this by the blood and in the name and through relationship with Jesus.